You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, pet events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, cyber cats, canines, and creatures under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you once again from Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio from New York, New York. How are you? I just want to thank once again Pet Life Radio for hosting this show. And it's our third show, and I must say, we are having an absolute blast bringing it to you, and we hope that you're having a lot of fun listening as well. Today's show is, um, once again, going to be really cool. First up, we're going to be listening to a press conference right from the corner of 86th Street in Lexington, right in Manhattan, probably one of the busiest um, shopping corners in Manhattan. But this day, June 20th, 2008, which happens to be Take Your Dog to Work Day, the corner was commandeered by Nordshire Animal League and none other than Richard Belzer, who plays Detective John Munch on Law & Order. If you know anything about the character of Detective Munch, you know that one of his characteristics is to question everything and um, think that there's a government conspiracy behind most things. Guess what? He actually puts on an Uncle Sam suit today and brings a message for the animals and from the animals to you. So it it was quite interesting to watch and I hope you'll find it interesting to listen to. We also talked to a number of pillars of the adoption movement in New York, especially uh, Jane Hoffman, who is head of the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals, appointed by Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who also introduces some of her colleagues in the effort to get more animals adopted in New York. Then we will be followed by a, a very interesting interview with Baby, who is the Yorkie on Sex in the City, the movie which is currently on fire and probably will be for the rest of the summer. If you're a woman, it is likely you have seen this movie already. And if you're a man, it is likely you will be dragged to it soon. But we uh, speak with the mom of Baby. Actually, her offstage name is Gidget. And her mom, Mary Gormley. And we learn a little bit more about Gidget, a.k.a. Baby, which the things you might not even know about. And um, you might even see her in a different light after you hear this interview. So we will be right back bringing all of this to you, and stay tuned. This is a Pelham Bay Parkbound, six local trains. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products, too. 
abone-to-pick.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. abone-to-pick.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club and join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. abone-to-pick.com. Pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get 10% off with coupon code PETLIFE. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? We're in the heart of New York City to launch our latest campaign. We think it's really fitting that we have a dog that lives in the We want you to adopt a shelter pet is our national campaign and it has such significance because in our country every year nearly 5 million homeless homeless animals are euthanized. So we're hoping that New Yorkers and communities across the country will step up, go to their local shelter and adopt an animal. We have issued a national press release. We're enabling over 2,000 shelters across the country to promote the idea of adopting from their local shelter. With us today, we're working with the Mayor's Alliance of New York City. We have animals from Animal Care and Control. Animal Haven is here with us. We're delighted and very proud to have the amazing TV star of NBC's Law and Order, Richard Belza, to help us promote this campaign. Right now, I would like to introduce a woman who has committed her life to making sure that the animals of New York City are safe and are placed into loving homes. I would like to introduce the president of the Mayor's Alliance for New York City's Animals, Ms. Jane Hoffman. 
pleased to be asked to come and meet you to help kick off this campaign. Um, the organizations of the Mayor's Alliance, over a hundred in this in this area, and Mayor Bloomberg, I send his greetings, I send his congratulations and best wishes for this campaign to help homeless animals across the country find loving homes. I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank North Shore for their incredible generosity to New York City. They are lending us these wonderful vans to help our groups get their animals out to meet people just like we're doing today. So I encourage you all to please go out, go to your shelters across the country, call your friends, your family in other parts of the country, get them to go out and look at these wonderful puppies, these wonderful cats that are available for adoption. They're the best animals in the world. They'll make a great family member. And I congratulate again and thank North Shore on this wonderful campaign to get out there and adopt from a shelter. Thank you. Okay, here's the moment you've been waiting for. I am delighted to introduce to you a veteran stand-up comedian, author, television actor, who is most known for Detective John Munch of Law & Order. He will be guest starring in upcoming episodes of The Last Comic Standing, but most importantly, he is a devoted pet parent and animal lover. Please help me welcome North Shore Animal League America's spokesperson for the We Want You to Adopt campaign, Uncle Sam, otherwise known as Richard Bells. Well, thanks for coming. Um, thank you, Petco, one of the uh, pet institutions that doesn't sell pets but allows people to come here and adopt, and they've been very good. And I want to thank New York. New Yorkers are the most generous, kind-hearted people in the world. And North Shore Animal League, which is uh, not only in New York, but... Uh-oh. Well, I'll drive, Bebe. Never mind. <laughs> um, Bebe is a rescue, but he's from France. He was a stray dog in a little village and uh, he adopted me and um, North Shore is wonderful it's a no-kill shelter we've saved over 20,000 dogs uh-oh I gotta go to work right there, there 20,000 and also North Shore is involved internationally too but um, for those of you that don't know um, the animals at the at the shelters that these no-kill shelters are the most grateful animals you could possibly imagine. They're usually not purebred. They're usually, um, what do we call them now? Mudagrees. And Bebe's a poodle fox terrier. My other dog's a border collie and a beau And dogs have been bred for thousands of years to be with us. So we have a particular responsibility to be with them, to protect them, make sure that they're not uh, neglected or or euthanasia, these dogs were saved, they were gonna be put to sleep. Come here a second. These dogs are the sweetest little dogs. They were gonna be euthanized, they're eight weeks old. And um, another thing I'd like you to do, if you're not gonna adopt a pet, call your, your aunt or your uncle or your cousin or your grandmother and grandma and, and mention it to them. Because a lot of times we found that if you just mention it to a person, they go, yeah, you know, I was thinking of getting a dog. So make a call. If you're not going to do it yourself, because I guarantee you, um, your life will be more than improved. These dogs are not only give you unconditional love, but constant companions, and they're really, you, most of them are really smart. Not as smart as you. What kind of dog do you have? 
There you go. Which one do you want? Uh, you want one. this one? Where's your mother? At work. Where's your dad? At work. Okay, then take it. Hurry up. <laughs> well, you want to tell them about it? No. You don't? Why? Because they probably won't want me Well, dead. give me their phone number. I'll call them. You want me to call them? Okay. All right. Um, so just really make a call. If you're not going to do it yourself, visit these fans. Fall in love. They're irresistible. And uh, if you see a dog in the street unattended, take care of them. Nice to see you. Thank you all. Even if it's just if you're not going to adopt, just so your heart is warmed by these creatures that were bred to be with us and to love us. Thank you so much. And Richard will be available to speak with any of the media, and also he will be signing the autograph. So stick around. The mobile units will be open in a little while. We have dogs, cats, puppies, and kittens. Thank you so much supporting your local shelter in North Shore Animal League America. Hi, uh, Mr. Belzer. Yes. Uh, Diane West from New York Tales Magazine. How are you? How are you? I think we met at uh, North Shore Animal League. Um, the, yes. And, and I think it was Baby and. Um, Baby. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to ask you, what do you think Lieutenant John Munch would think about you in an Uncle Sam suit? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Well, it's for, if it's for dogs, it's okay. Mm -hmm. that's a, Munch has a big heart. No conspiracy. <laughs> And I understand Sometimes there are no conspiracies. And I understand your um, your late colleague, uh, Jerry Orbeck, was also a big... Yes, he was a spokesperson also. Mm -hmm. So again, if you could just repeat what you'd like people to do uh, in terms of... Uh, yeah, North Shore, North Shore Animal League, we're doing this um, to capitalize on the presidential campaign. We're doing a, a campaign to adopt. So I'm just as Uncle Sam, and I want you to adopt. Thank you. And who does uh, this is going to vote for? Obama. <laughs> okay, got it on the record. Thank you. And uh, we're here with another supporter of animal adoption here on Petco and 86th Street, which I can tell you is probably one of the more busier pet stores probably in the entire city, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Yep. One of our one of four in Manhattan area. And Michelle, I'm sorry. Can you introduce yourself and give your entire title? Sure. Um, my name is Michelle Stratton. I'm a regional pet services coordinator. Um, I'm responsible for Metro New York, Long Island, and Connecticut. And what do you do uh, in terms of being coordinator? Um, I am the resource support for the services department. So I um, handle the grooming services, the dog training services, the vaccination clinics that we offer at all our pet co-locations, um, as well as photography events. And um, so now how many adoption groups would you say uh, Petco in Manhattan works with? Petco works in conjunction with PetFinder.com. So we are a national. Petco works with their individual local adoption events. But we also um, partner with all shelters around the country. And we eat in each of our stores, we do have PetFinder or adoption kiosks where a customer can in input any information that they have about themselves, whether they're looking for a younger pet, an older pet, um, and they can locate local agencies near them to go visit and see the animals that are available for adoption. And um, so say, for example, if I was looking for a uh, white, short-haired terrier 10 years old, I could put that in and they might be able to find one for me. Absolutely. You can do it breed-specific, or if you're looking for a mixed-breed dog, you can do that as well. You can specify small, you can specify a home without children, a home with children. So you can really gear it, because we're not all only about adopting pets, but we want to match the right pet with the right home. Okay, great. So then really, you would just go to your Petco in actually any area of the country, correct? And Absolutely. chances are they have uh, an adoption program. 
Absolutely. Every store is, is featured with the kiosk, and there's 900 stores nationwide, so wherever they happen to be local, um, and we really support the adoption efforts, um, not only of the North Shore Animal League, but all, all agencies. Okay, great. Thanks for talking with us, Michelle. Thank you. Okay, uh, I am with uh, three pillars of the adoption effort in New York City here, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Question? Uh, Joanne Johannan. I'm with North Shore Animal League America. And uh, what, i got to ask, who conceived the idea of uh, Munch dressing up in a Uncle Sam suit? It was actually an idea that Richard gave us. We want you to adopt a shelter pet, and we just developed it into a national campaign. And how long will this campaign run? It's going to run straight through the election, and the idea is to just make people aware of the millions of animals across the country that are homeless, that are just waiting for adoptive families to take them. And now Joanne and North Shore Animal League are part of the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals and we are honored to be here with Jane Hoffman who's been at the helm of the Mayor's Alliance for several years now, correct? Yes, taken years off my life since 2003 uh, is when the Alliance first formed and um, I'm here with Richard from Animal Care and Control and North Shore Animal League, of course, Joanne you just spoke to and you know, working together is the only way that we've been able to make the progress in New York City. Um, animal Care and Control has been wonderful in their embracing the whole progressive no-kill idea and I think that this is the only way we're going to do it so I also applaud um, North Shore and I was very pleased to be asked to come here today because they are you know the essence of collaboration. They are very generously giving their vans to us, their mobile adoption units to uh, have our smaller rescue groups who don't have the same outlets for adoption get their animals out in front of the public and it's really boosted adoptions and I can't thank them enough for helping New York City become no-kill. One of the great things about the Mayor's Alliance from what I understand is you were able to be instrumental in bringing together all those smaller um, rescue groups so really there might be one right in your community. Well, yes, there's groups from that are participation, participating organizations of the Alliance in every borough. So I'm sure if people go on our website, animalalliancenyc.org, and click on uh, Alliance participating organizations, they will find a rescue group or shelter near them. I would, of course, always urge them to go to an animal control, animal care and control of New York City shelter. There's one in Manhattan on 110th. There's one in Brooklyn on Linden Boulevard. And there's one in Staten Island on Veterans Road. Um, that would be my first thing that I would urge people to do is go save a life at Animal Care and Control. Because right, that, uh, that's really where the clock is ticking most of the time. Yeah, those are the animals at risk. They're the ones we're all, including ACC, desperately trying to get out to adoptive homes to be you know, adopted and to be loved for the rest of their lives like they should be. And uh, we just happen to also have here Richard Gentiles of um, Animal Care and Control, which um, Jane was just referring to. And um, can you just tell us a little bit uh, about a typical day at one of your shelters? Well, I just first want to underscore the partnership aspect of what we do because clearly we couldn't rescue and adopt out as many animals to do without the Mayor's Alliance and North Shore Animal League and uh, their support throughout the years. Each and every weekend, North Shore provides us with one of these mobile units and we fill them up with lovable dogs and cats and we hit the streets and we go out into you know, all areas of the city and, and most of the time they come back empty. And that's how successful this program has been. So and our, our thanks to not only this wonderful 
campaign that North Shore has come up with, but you know, for their support throughout the years with these vans. And so an empty van is a good van. An empty van is a great van, and what it does is creates a lot of additional space. So all the new animals coming in, we take in 120 animals a day, so we have to find space for each and every one of them. So every animal that gets adopted creates that cage space for a new animal coming in. You have those listed on your website, the van locations, do you know? Because that would be a good place to go and check out. People who are looking to adopt, look for a van in your neighborhood. You don't even have to go to the shelter. Um, and I'm sure if you call the call center at ACC, they could give you, and that number is... 212-788-4000, or you can visit our website at uh, nycacc.org, and we have all our events listed on there. Okay, well, thank you to the three of you, and appreciate your efforts. And again, that was the press conference on the corner of 86th Street and Lexington in Manhattan, where Detective John Munch, otherwise known as the comedian and author and very well-respected man in the comedy field, has launched a pausidential campaign, yes, folks, that's what it says in the press release, for you to adopt a pet. And for Mr. Belzer, whose uh, character on Law & Order sees conspiracy everywhere he goes, for him to don a Uncle Sam suit, you know he's serious. But again, I, I want to stress that Mr. Belzer has been a respected author and comedian for many, many years prior to him being on um, Law and & Order. And um, you may have recently seen him on Last Comic Standing as a talent scout for um, the national search for the next greatest comic. Next, we're going to bring you a interview with... Gidget, who you may know better as Baby the Yorkie on Sex in the City, the hottest movie right now, probably of the summer and perhaps of the year. If you're a woman, it's very likely that you've already seen this movie. And if you're a man, it's very likely that you will be dragged to it soon <laughs> by penalty of death or something other equally unpleasant. But Baby actually became one of the breakaway stars of the Sex and the City movie as a sub-co-star to Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha. So we're going to be speaking with Baby's person, Mary Gormley, who is a music executive in her own right and absolutely adores Gidget, that's the real name of Baby, Gidget, when she's not performing. And we learned actually some really interesting things about Gidget when she's not acting and uh, her philanthropic efforts with Mary. So um, let's go to that. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Does your dog have problems walking with its back legs? If so, your dog is one of 58 million dogs that suffer with problems with its rear leg. Problems such as spinal myelopathy, arthritis, and hip dysplasia. Bottoms Up Leash helps your dog walk. It's a rear support harness that has won numerous awards, such as Dog Fancy's Editor's Choice Award, as Product of the Year, and it's been featured on CBS and Good Morning America. Visit the website www.seniorpetsupplies.com. 
fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September 28th, at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to louisvillepetexpo.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Here's the story of a lovely lady who is bringing up three very lovely gulls. Join us every week on Wings and Things and get a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about pet birds and how to make your frequent flyer a happy camper. Wings and Things. That's the way we became the Birdie Bunch. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? We're here with Diane West on Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. And what could be more apropos but for Pets in the City to interview one of the dogs on Sex in the City, which of course is the hot blockbuster of the summer and may indeed be for the year. And who I have on the line with me is Mary Gormley, who is the person of Baby, Samantha's dog, and she's going to tell us a little bit about, I guess, what, what was a typical day on the, on the set for you, like Mary, with you and, um, actually, Baby's name is really Gidget, correct? Yeah, Gidget uh, is her real name, and Baby uh, is her, her name in the movie. Okay, so what was a typical day like on the set? Well, it really depended on if we were shooting on location or at the studio. And, you know, New York was really exciting. You know, working out on the street was was crazy. I mean, the show obviously was so popular that by the time they were making movie, there was just so much excitement. There was tons of fans around and paparazzi and everything. It was very different. I mean, I've I've worked with Gidget for years doing, you know, independent film and commercials and, 
in print work, but obviously had never worked in a film at this level, so it was, uh, it was quite something. Um, working out in California, um, we also did some work out on location, some of the scenes like in Beverly Hills and the beach scenes, and there were people around for that. But a lot of that we also just did in the, in the house that they rented for the, for the set of Samantha's L.A. home, and that was a lot more low-key. So the scenes on the streets in New York, you're saying everyone recognized you guys and they, they were just bananas. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty wild, actually. Now, how did Gidget take all the excitement? You know, it's really funny. She really doesn't care about anything. I mean, she grew up in the country and the city, and I travel a lot for my own work, so she is constantly, you know, traveling with me and in different environments all the time. So she just took the whole thing in stride. I mean, for her... She was basically like just doing tricks and getting um, treats, and that's really what it was all about for her. And uh, you know, and when we were working out in Malibu, it was fun because she got to like hang out and around on the beach. And uh, of course, she loves all the attention. And but you know, I don't, I don't think she had any idea that she was even working. To be honest with you. <laughs> now, now, um, Mary, you, you prior to to uh, getting uh, Gidget the. Um the uh, gig as baby on Sex in the City. I mean, you, as you said, you, you've worked really hard with her. Um, I think, it was it clicker training that, that you primarily have done with her? Yeah, I mean, when she was a puppy, I started training her, obviously, basic obedience, agility, and then I studied with a bunch of different trainers, trick training, and, and the first thing they taught me was, um, was clicker training, which is, um, I guess the best way to describe it would be the same principle as like dolphin training or something with you blow a whistle and the animal doesn't, you know, uh, responds um, in that way with the food reward as well. By the way, I'm not into like exotic animal training because it's like I'm not mm-hmm. into that, by the way, um, <laughs> at all. Well, it's good um, it's a, a Yorkie, right? She's a New Yorkie. She's a, yeah, she's sort of like a Yorkie silky mix, mm-hmm. you know, so they call her a New Yorkie. But anyway, so any, any natural behavior that Gidget um, does, I would reward that with a food, with a food reward, uh, give it a word, and, and click on it. So just say she, I'm trying to teach her how to scratch on command. Whenever she would scratch, I would, I would have a clicker in my pocket. I would click it. She would look at me and, and, and think like, oh, I'm doing something she wants me to do. And with enough repetition and reinforcement, next thing you know, with a hand signal, a word signal, and food, she then understands what scratching means. But I've never trained Gidget to do anything like weird and circusy, like standing on her back legs and walking or anything. Like She can do just about anything that a dog does naturally, but on command because of the clicker training and food reward, which is where yeah. her big humping trick came in. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that. Now, that's definitely not in the usual repertoire of training tricks, correct? No, it is not. She... <laughs> so I know you've probably been asked this a million times, but how do you actually train a dog to uh, get their freak on uh, on command? <laughs> it's so funny that you're asking me this today because I got an email last night from a friend of mine, Karen Hope, who, whose husband, Ted Hope, was a producer, um, and he was working on a film where they needed a humping dog. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. But I thought, well, Gidget does, you know, like her teddy bear. So, you know, <laughs> uh, rather than uh, shame her for it and take it away, I let her, you know, do her thing and started clicking and giving her food reward and, 
and next thing you know, she had that down pat. And uh, I have to say, it's uh, come in quite handy for her appearances in Conan O'Brien in particular. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, right, that was, with the, his, his dog, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. That's really what got her the gig with Sex in the City. So they were looking for a dog that had that skill. So she, so she was on Conan, and she did her thing, and that's when she got discovered for Sex in the City. She's represented by Dawn Animal Agency mm-hmm. um, in New York City, and okay. Dawn has always provided all the animals for Sex in the City through the whole series. Mm-hmm. So, and they worked very close with Michael Patrick for many years. Mm-hmm. And so when Michael Patrick King said that he was looking for a dog, a small dog, to play Samantha's, um, dog that needed to have a special skill. Dawn Animal Agency um, called me up and said, "Hey, would you know? Would you be interested in having Gidget be in the Sex and the City movie?" So we went and met with Michael Patrick King, and Gidget showed off her talents, and you know, among her other some of her other tricks, and he pretty much cast her right there on the spot. Well, now obviously um, Gidget had to work closely with Kim Cattrall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, did she, what was her reaction to this? Was she getting a kick out of her, her uh, oh. co-star there? Oh, yeah, she did. Like, she would say, you know, sometimes we're just getting going. We're, you know, filming, and then all of a sudden you add Gidget, and it just becomes hilarious, you know. <laughs> she, was, she was a really nice lady, very soft-spoken, classy woman, super kind. Gidget definitely bonded with her, and... I have to say, it made my life so easy. Like, you're, you know, not everyone is that accommodating and easy to work with, and especially having to do so many scenes with Gidget and the fact that it's really important for the dogs to be on set for as little time as possible to create, you know, the least amount of stress and um, as possible. And also, you know, dogs sleep like 16 hours a day, so they're tired, you know, they get tired or whatever. So both... Kim and Michael Patrick King were like super accommodating and making sure that, you know, Gidget's needs were taken care of as far as like when she worked and got to rest and everything else. They definitely joke about it all. I mean, Michael refers to her, refers to Gidget as the biggest diva on the set. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of divas on the set, so that's, uh, that's uh, no small compliment there. <laughs> Now, now, Kim, from what I understand, is actually a big uh, animal lover and has done things with the ASPCA as well. But from yeah. what I understand, you and and uh, Gidget have your own fantastic uh, support of the Friends of Snuffy Foundation um, in Shandankin, New York? Oh, yeah, in Shandakin, yeah. In Shandakin, New York. Yeah, Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Well, you know, to be honest, this is a big focus for me, which is why I'm having Gidget do a lot of, you know, uh, appearances and things like that to raise money for Friends of Snuffy. It's an organization that I founded back in uh, 2006, actually. Uh, My dog, Snuffy, had passed away, and I wanted to do something in his memory, and it started out just after he passed away in 2005 and just raising some funds for a local shelter up here and a lot of friends and and family kicked in and we we helped rebuild the local uh, dog shelter up here. And then in 2006, um, an artist that I um, worked with named James Blunt, a singer-songwriter from the UK, had uh, agreed to come up and do a benefit concert for me. So you know, we had about 3,000 people at the local ski slope up here and raised wow. a whole bunch of money, and that 
kicked off our initial funding for Friends of Snuffy. And at that time, you know, just really keeping the focus on just here in Shandaken and making sure we have programs to help keep the shelter empty. You know, the spirit of which is for the shelter, but the, um, you know, a shelter is not just four walls, you know, shelters for the community. So we needed to make sure we had, so we had some money put aside for the cats and the neuter program and rabies clinics and just things like that to help people you know, keep their pets healthy and happy and not give them up to shelters. And so we're trying to do our best to to, uh, continue that program here. And the goal is to continue um, raising funds and expanding and helping other organizations like Tales of Hope, which is a canine cancer foundation. Gidget's going to be the uh, dog of hope this year, actually, for them. And everyone doesn't know this, but um, Gidget is actually a cancer survivor. Oh, my goodness. And, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had malignant melanoma, and uh, it was really scary, and, you know, it's potentially deadly, but she has amazing vets in the city and was treated successfully with surgery. In 2005, she was declared cancer-free, and uh, she is still going strong. She had her... Oh, that is so fantastic. I know. It's amazing. We, I took her for her annual checkup, actually, um, just two days ago, and... Um, even after blood work and everything else, basically all they said is, well, we really need to give her teeth cleaning. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? You'll take a teeth cleaning, right? <laughs> That's the best thing you could have got. So in a way, she had more, she had more in common with the uh, Samantha character than, than I guess you realize, right? Because Samantha character is also I a I know. Writer, I, mean, right? I, I didn't even share that with Kim. I, I probably should have because it really is... Um, kind of, kind of cool that her character was a cancer survivor, and Gidget's actually a real life cancer survivor. So, wow. hey, I just really want to try to use this opportunity to do some good with it. I mean, this is all fun, and you know, Gidget's got a little following, and her blog is doing amazing. It was like about, I think we had three thousand hits or something like that on Tuesday. It's crazy, wow. but um, but really, you know, the best part about all of this is that we can, you know, work in raising awareness of you know, uh, adopting, you know, and adopting dogs and not buying them and basically raising money to help people keep their pets healthy and happy and out of the shelters. Now, Mary, you and, and Gidget uh, are actually in a u- unique position because you commute from Shendangan, which is a beautiful uh, town in, in the Catskill Mountains, a beautiful um, town up there, been there, and, and then you also come to New York as well. Mm-hmm. What would you say are, I guess, some of the different challenges that, say, the shelters might have in New York City versus the the shelters up in a you know more rural area that in uh, well, where you are. Well, you know, I have to say, I mean, I'm definitely not an expert at this. This is a new venture for me, so I'm learning as I go. But I think you know, for us here, the Shandaken shelter is actually an animal control center. It's not mm. even like a real shelter, um, and it's really not meant for taking in tons of dogs and things like that, but it's for helping the local people and or local strays and things like that. But I think in the city, there's probably the volume, I think, would just, that would be a big difference. And also, a lot of the city shelters do euthanize dogs. So, and I think the smaller local shelters probably have a lot more say in how long the dogs can stay there. And, and the private shelters up here can you know, decide if they're kill or no kill, things like that. So... 
But, but ultimately, uh, the goal is to get them into good homes. Yeah, ultimately, the goal is to get them into good homes, definitely. The slogan that we try to have on the, on the blog is like, adopt, don't shop, because there's just so <laughs> many dogs that need homes. Uh, unless you're unless you're you're Samantha or Carrie, and then you can go shopping. Yeah, right. <laughs> so listen, um, how if you wanted to, you know, donate to Friends of Snuffy, what would you do? Well, first of all, right on, in Gidget's blog, there's a button for the uh, Snuffy blog, and on there you can go on and we have a PayPal account, and make a donation that way. And you could go to friendsofsnuffy.com and same thing. And we're just going to keep updating Gidget's blog with any information of new events that come up for Friends of Snuffy or for Tales of Hope as well. Okay. And can you give us the address of uh, Gidget's blog? Uh, yes, it's gidgetgormley.com. G-I-D-G-E-T dot Gormley, G-O-R-M-L-E-Y dot com. Okay, great, and we'll definitely have a have a link to it as well from uh, oh, great. Uh, Pets in the City. And if you want to see Friends of Snuffy, it's friendsofsnuffy.com or dot .org? Dot .com. Okay. .com. I, I know, it should be .org, but again, I'm <laughs> learning as I go. That was pointed out to me recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. We do have our nonprofit, so any donation is tax deductible. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and, you know, I should, I should tell our listeners that Mary, uh, in her own right, is actually um, a professional in um, the music business, correct? You do a lot of placement and, and finding of talent. Yes, yes. Gage is going to L.A. Last time we went to L.A., I went with her. Now this week, she's going to go with me. We take turns, <laughs> and who's working, you know? So I, I have to go out with my new artist, Randy Lane, who I just signed to uh, Custard Universal. Custard's the same label that uh, James Blunt was on. And so we're going out there to meet with some producers, and so Gage will tag along for that. Wow, fantastic. So, so she's kind of like become your executive assistant there, I guess. She goes everywhere. I mean, the dog has been on tour or in the studio with everyone from the Donners to Death Cats to Cutie, James Blunt, The Darkness, Sinead O'Connor, you know. She's mm-hmm. pretty much been, she's been around. <laughs> now, though, have you found that when you bring Gidget with you to your interviews and such that it kind of changes the tone and maybe relaxes people a little bit? Oh, yeah, people love her. Yeah. Definitely. And, and yeah, they just re- really get a kick out of her. And it's so funny because so many of the artists and people that I work with are, have, are so famous in their own right. But everybody's really excited about Gidget um, having mm-hmm. her little 15 minutes here. It's, it's funny because, you know, working in entertainment for years, you know, like me and you know, all my friends, like we all know people that are famous or work with people that are famous. No one really knew a famous dog. And now everybody's uh, really excited about Gidget. <laughs> So now it's Sinead O'Connor saying, I got to meet baby. <laughs> wow. Uh, she would laugh. Great. She would laugh. She would laugh, definitely. Wow. <laughs> well, Mary, thanks so much for talking with us. This has been great. And, you know, again, if you haven't seen the movie, not giving too much away, but you definitely want to uh, keep an eye out for Gidget. And uh, her name is Baby in the movie. And, again, that's Sex in the City. And you're also at Friends of Snuffy in uh, the Catskill. You have events from time to time. I know you have one coming up this weekend. What's the next one after that? We are going to do a snuffy animal square dance up here where everyone 
be dressed in animal costumes, and that will be for Halloween. It's going to be the 25th of October, before the weekend before Halloween. Oh, <laughs> we great. Did, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. We did a snuffy animal dance in, at Don Hills in the city last winter with DJ Logic DJing, and just especially like in January, like not around Halloween, to see a whole bunch of people dressed up as animals was mm-hmm. pretty hilarious. So, yeah, we like, we like to have fun and put a little twist on our um, events. <laughs> All right, great. So, and that's October 25th, and that, that would be um, up at the Friends of Snuffy Shelter. That'll be actually in Phoenicia, New York, Phoenicia, which, is New a York. Vill- which is a village in the town of Shandigan. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Earl Pardini's band will be playing. We'll be doing the uh, Snuffy Square Dance. Great, and as we get closer to that, just uh, you know, make sure you you log on to friendsofsnuffy dot com, and uh, yeah, really take the ch- and it's a beautiful time of year up there too. Yeah, it's going to be real nice, and, and we'll make sure that we keep in touch with you with our calendars. We've got some other artists that we're talking to about doing some other big concerts, so um, we'll have some some more uh, information about that coming soon. Oh, we'd love to. Oh, Mary, thank you so much for making time for us. And, and please uh, tell um, Gidget I appreciate her loaning you to us for a few minutes here. Well, I'll wake her up. She's laying on my kitchen table right now. <laughs> what are you doing? That's the life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay. so much, Mary. Okay, thanks, Diane. Okay, bye-bye. And believe it or not, we're already out of time. I have had such a blast bringing these three episodes of Pets in the City to you so far. And I really sincerely hope that you've been enjoying them as well. But you have to let me know. So write to me at diane at petliferadio.com and let me know. Like I said before, I have lived in this city all my life. I know you guys got opinions. I know you're not afraid to express them. So definitely give me a shout, as they say. Just wanted to wrap up with a few events that are going on this next coming weekend um, that you might be interested in, particularly if you live in the New York area. Brooklyn, their group FIDO, Fellowship for the Interest of Dog Owners in Prospect Park, will be having their annual Pupnik, which is really a lot of fun. A lot of food, a lot of fun, a lot of dogs. You can visit them at FidoBrooklyn.org for all the information. And with this one, I, I definitely do stress that you visit the website before the weekend to, to see if there's any last-minute changes. Then in Manhattan, always something going on in Manhattan, Saturday, June 28th from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. There's something that I might actually try and get to myself because I love corgis. It's a Welsh corgi convention. Go to the website, W-E-L-S-H-C-O-R-G-I-E convention.com. And again, that's in Riverside Park, which is in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Later on that night, if you still got some energy, Saturday, June 28th, Dancing for Animals at Studio 44 in Times Square. Their address is dancingforanimals.org. If all those golfers out there, if you want to take a trip to Alpine, New Jersey, there's the Animal Haven 3rd Annual Golf Classic at Montemi Golf Club. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, And uh, you can join everybody, the animal lovers on the links, I shall say, to raise money for the animals at Animal Haven. That's animalhavenshelter.org for more information. Let's go back to Queens with the Urban Park Rangers again on Saturday, June 28th. This is a very busy weekend. 
Alright, here's the name of the event. Scoop the Poop. I am reading it directly from their listing. Saturday, June 28th, uh, 2008. I'm not quite sure who's scooping the poop. I guess you're going to have to go to find out. But um, they're going to have dog and cat adoptions, microchipping, and actually free spay and neuter for dogs and cats, which, which is really great. So if you've not gotten your, your dog or cat spayed and neutered, get there early. It says by 6.30 a.m. and um, you might be able to get that done. And uh, that's in St. Albans, Queens. Long Island, go to the Doxy Fun Day this weekend. Doxon Association of Long Island and Brentwood is hosting. For more information on that, you call 631-665-8122. And finally, I have to put a plug in for the parrots. If you recall, one of our first episodes was the Wild Parrots of Brooklyn. And we also mentioned, uh, Steve Baldwin mentioned on that interview, that there were wild parrots in Throgs Neck, Bronx as well. So on Animal Planet on June 30th is actually going to be airing that very rescue mission and um, you will see for yourself just how delicate with with delicate care the um, a number of city agencies had converged to make sure the parrots were removed safely and um, they are now doing very well so that will be on animal precinct on june 30th i'm not quite sure of the time but definitely um, look on the website which is animal.discovery.com on the Discovery Channel. And again, thank you so much for listening to Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm looking forward to you filling up my email box. And definitely when you go to PetLifeRadio.com, check out all of our other fantastic hosts, Catitude, Teacher's Pet, Obehave, What Were You Thinking, so many others. Um, I'm really honored to be in the same group as so many fantastic and well-known pet experts. So give it a shot. And that will be it for me this week. Again, Diane West calling you from Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. I also am the publisher and editor-in-chief of New York Tales magazine here in New York. Our website is newyorktales, spelled T-A-I-L-S, dot com. We also have a print issue that comes out four times a year. So do check out our website. And I will, in the immortal words of Charles Osgood, see you on the radio. Take care. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.